Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. In today's episode, I want to share with you a very powerful tool that I use when I work with my private clients that you can also use on your own, and that is the food journal. Now, the way I use a food journal may be different than other health and weight loss coaches because I combine it with meal planning, which makes it that much more effective, in my opinion. Essentially, you're doing three things by following my method. You are making your food decisions in advance by planning your meals ahead of time. You are holding yourself accountable for following your plan and honoring your commitment to yourself. And you're also learning how to trust your body and your hunger cues. That's what makes this such a powerful weight loss tool. Now, I know a food journal sounds like yet another thing to do, but I promise you will be so surprised at what you find out about yourself. Even my most skeptical clients have had epiphanies doing this because it's a mindset exercise that will give you the data you need to figure out what's working and what's not working for you. It puts the power right back where it belongs with you. The more data you have, the better decisions you make. Just like the data that you get from weighing yourself on the scale, the data that you get from using a food journal helps you to become more aware and connected to yourself by learning how to listen to your body so that you make better choices. By taking note of everything that you eat and how it makes you feel afterwards, physically and emotionally, you'll learn your hunger and your fullness cues, which foods you should avoid, and which foods truly nourish you. These are all important data points for your weight loss journey that you need to have. Guessing or assuming simply doesn't work. You need data. Your food journal can be a notebook, your notes app, a Google Sheet, Google Doc. It really doesn't matter as long as it's something that you can commit to using every day and it's easy for you to access. First, you're going to figure out exactly what you're going to eat the next day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, alcohol, whatever you're going to put in your mouth tomorrow, you're going to write it down. I find that it's easiest to do this the night before, but you can also do it first thing in the morning. The important thing is that you're making all of your food decisions in advance and not in the moment. So a really easy way to do this is just to habit stack it, right? If you journal in the mornings, just add that food planning part to your journaling session. If you journal at night, and do it the night before. Journaling is a wonderful way to bookend your day, morning and evening. So if you're already journaling, which you should be, then just add this part to it. And it's really easy to knock it out by habit stacking this way versus trying to force yourself to do something completely new all of a sudden. Now, the reason that you want to make your food decisions ahead of time is because when you do this, you're using your prefrontal cortex. It's the part of your brain that wants what's best for you. That's your higher self, as opposed to your primitive brain that just wants instant gratification and sabotages the hell out of you. Think of your primitive brain as a toddler with scissors. It's cute and it's also dangerous. And it can't be trusted to make good decisions because it doesn't operate from that space. It just doesn't know better. 
Your primitive brain wants to indulge. Your primitive brain wants to binge on ice cream or chips or popcorn. Your primitive brain wants to eat when you're bored or when you're sad. It's literally like a toddler that wants ice cream for breakfast. Your prefrontal cortex is like the mature adult in the room. It's the mom that always knows what's going on, kind of has eyes on the back of her head, and always does what's best for her child, which would include taking the scissors out of the toddler's hands and redirecting it and saying, no, we don't eat ice cream for breakfast, right? That's how you want to make decisions about your food choices from that calm, neutral place of, I know what's best for me. I know what my goals are. And I know what I need to do tomorrow to get closer to those goals. So this is what I'm choosing to eat. Your prefrontal cortex knows what will best serve your body, even when your primitive brain throws a temper tantrum because she wants a cupcake. The more you plan your food ahead of time, the more brain decisions that you make ahead of time involving your prefrontal cortex. And then the easier it gets to stick to eating just what you said you were going to eat. And that exercise builds so much confidence and consciousness in yourself. There's a direct correlation between writing down exactly what you're going to eat, eating exactly what you wrote, and weight loss. It's truly like magic. This is one of the secrets to weight loss, my friend. This is why my clients get results. This is how I got my results. It fucking works. But the alternative is also true. If your journal starts slipping, your results start slipping too. Your journal starts to get sloppy and then you start to get sloppy. Happens every time. And while it may at first glance just feel like an extra thing to do when you already have a million other things to do, the irony is that making decisions ahead of time about your food will simplify your choices and leave you with less decision fatigue. Once you decide what you're going to eat, you don't have to spend any more time thinking about food and you can spend that time being productive. Your food starts to become predictable and boring, which is exactly what we want it to be, predictable and boring. Remember, food is just fuel. It's not supposed to be the highlight of your day. It's not supposed to be so emotionally charged that it controls your actions. It's just food. So here's how I recommend using a food journal. The first part shouldn't take more than five minutes, by the way. You're going to plan in advance what you're going to eat the next day. Write it down. You don't need to write the specific amounts to start. You don't need to measure your food. You don't have to do any of that shit. Now, if we were working together on losing maybe your last five to 10 pounds, I would ask you for specifics because you do need more precision when you're trying to lose those last pounds sometimes. But if you're new to this, just write down the foods. Like tomorrow for breakfast, I'll have an omelet with a cup of coffee. For lunch, it's going to be a chicken salad. And for dinner, it's going to be lasagna with a glass of wine. Right? If that's what you're going to eat tomorrow, if that's what you want to eat tomorrow, just write it down. It can be that simple to develop the habit. Just make sure that you are planning every single thing you're going to put in your mouth. Now, we're not counting calories. We just want to see what you're eating. And after each meal, you're going to write down what you ate. And you're going to want to do this next to whatever you pre-planned. So you're comparing it, right? And you're holding yourself accountable. Did you eat what you planned or did you go off plan? And even if you go off plan, it's not about judging and beating yourself up. This is about awakening your consciousness. You just want to see what you're eating and you want to make sure that you're observing any discrepancies with curiosity and not with judgment. This is how you start to build awareness. Understanding how your body is feeling before, during, and after you eat will help you to figure out your hunger and fullness signals. I encourage you to also write down any feelings that came up for you while you were eating. 
Were you honoring your hunger and fullness cues? Did any foods make you feel bloated? Did you eat more or less than you had originally planned to eat? And if you didn't honor your plan, I want you to write down why. And I'm going to keep it real with you. In the beginning, you're not going to want to do this. In the beginning, you're going to want to only write down healthy foods or you're going to want to make it look a certain way. But just don't get caught up in that. Don't judge whether or not the food is healthy or not. Not in the beginning. For now, we just want to see what's happening. We just want to see what you're putting in your mouth. It doesn't need to look like anything except for your reality. The reality of what you're feeding your body. And you also want to plan for more food than you think you'll need. Remember, you're only going to eat if you're hungry and you're going to stop eating when you're full, right? So you might plan some snacks, but if you aren't hungry, just skip it. I don't actually recommend snacking, but we'll talk about protocols and stuff like that on a different episode. Just be realistic. If you're used to snacking, if you're used to eating certain things, for right now, we're just working on awareness, right? From the, in the beginning, when we're starting with a food journal, if you've never used one before, I'm not asking you to completely overhaul what your food protocol is or what you're eating or what you stop eating. We just want to start with, let's look at the facts of exactly what you're eating. This method is what I teach my clients and they lose weight by following this method. In the beginning, you just want to plan the foods that you're going to eat, that you can easily eat whenever you get hungry. That way you're not scrambling, trying to figure out what you're going to eat at two o'clock in the afternoon when you haven't had anything to eat all day or when you're starving or when you're frustrated or when you're stressed out and then your primitive brain just wants to grab the the most convenient food, which is probably not what's best for you, right? That's why you want to make these decisions ahead of time. That's how you're setting yourself up for more awareness, more consciousness, and ultimately for success. Remember, you're only going to eat if you're hungry. And if you're not hungry, just wait until you are. That's why I don't want you to get so caught up in, I'm going to eat at 12 o'clock. I'm going to eat at five o'clock, right? These are the three meals that you're planning for the next day. And when you're hungry, you will eat them. Remember, we're learning to trust our body. And when you've had enough, you stop eating. And after a week or two, you'll start to feel so much confidence and so much control around food. And this is where it all starts. In the beginning, you'll likely also still want to eat off plan because you're probably used to depriving and restricting yourself. And again, I'm going to be honest with you. Even if you plan everything to a T, your primitive brain will find some random snack or some food that it wants right now, like a toddler in a grocery store. You just have to watch for this and remember, you can plan for it tomorrow. You got exactly what you need right now and you already decided what you were going to eat today in advance with your prefrontal cortex when your prefrontal cortex was having your back and thinking about your goals. You will also probably want to eat when you're not actually hungry. Again, allow the urges and let them pass you by. An urge is not an emergency, but I'll talk more about urges next week. Your brain is just used to wanting to eat whatever is put in front of it. And part of doing this work is rewiring your brain, right? Changing the thought cycles, changing the feedback loops. That is what this journaling exercise is going to help you do. You might also think, but I have to plan to eat healthy foods because that's the only way I'm going to lose weight. There's no way I can eat the foods that I want to eat and still lose weight. And I don't know what healthy foods are. I hear this all the time. I don't know what healthy foods are. 
and and people think that because of that, they're just going to be overeating the things that are making them gain weight. And some people will say, sure, I'll write down that I want to eat five slices of pizza, but isn't that going to still cause me to gain weight? Because that's what I've been eating. I've been eating that. I've been overeating that. Remember, when you follow my method, you are only eating when you're hungry and you're stopping when you've had enough. The problem with what you may have been doing thus far is that you aren't eating these foods that you choose to eat on purpose. You're eating them on autopilot. You're eating them when you're having a bad day, when you're listening to your cravings, or when you're just mindlessly eating to the point of being beyond full. This teaches you how to eat mindfully instead of mindlessly. This is a true game changer for my clients, and it will be for you as well. So it doesn't matter if you put five slices of pizza on your plan for tomorrow, okay? Because if you're actually not that hungry to eat five slices of pizza, you won't. You might just eat two. If you do eat five slices of pizza because you were hungry, you honored your hunger and you stopped eating when you were full and you're building that trust muscle with yourself. You know, good foods, bad foods, better for you, that all of that, that's separate. You try to do it all at the same time. It's really difficult and it makes it that much more likely that you'll get overwhelmed and you'll quit. So start with this first step. This is how you start building trust with yourself when it comes to food. And this is how you can start feeling in control of what you eat and how much you eat. And one last tip for you as you're pre-planning your meals in your food journal. I encourage you to ask yourself this question when you're putting your plan together. What can I do to support my weight loss journey? This is how you train your brain to make choices from your higher self. What can I do today to support my weight loss journey? What can I plan for tomorrow to support my weight loss journey? And then you can kind of keep climbing up that ladder. What foods would best support my weight loss journey? What types of exercise would best support my weight loss journey? See, that's why it's so important to know what your goals are. That's why it's so important to have this data. That's how you make the smartest decisions for yourself. That's how you train your brain to make choices from your higher self. Research shows that people that keep a food journal have much more success with their weight loss. So even if your initial thought is that you don't want to do this, I'd say it makes sense to work on adopting the mindset that a food journal is actually an important and powerful weight loss tool that really, really works. It's a mindset exercise. But remember, mindset is just as important in your weight loss journey as nutrition and exercise. That's all for today. I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week.